Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome everyone to the 66th episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan Senpai and with me is the hippest man in the room, Glitch. What up? The stupid awesome analyst, John. Yo! And a hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hi! Or is it... I know we just got to this nickname for you, Dylan, after all these episodes, but shouldn't it be <laughs> Dylan not killing now? I don't know. I, I actually thought of a much better name... It, the, the I am one to one scale Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Although, if anybody didn't catch the the piece of gold that Dylan dug up on the internet, should I just tell that story? I've never told it on the podcast. Yeah, go before. for it. It's an awesome story. <laughs> so this actually isn't the the first anime podcast I've ever appeared on. When I was in middle school, so about this must have been this was about ten years ago, I think, maybe more than that. I um was a fan reviewer on a video podcast that was hosted by John Newton Bosch and like several other random internet personalities. And the first episode, I was like really excited because this was at the height of my like anime obsession. And I was excited to be a fan reviewer on this cool podcast by like one of my favorite voice actors. And at the end of the first episode, I waited to see my name in the credits with all the other like hundred fan reviewers. And I didn't see it. And so I looked through it again, and I found out that they had spelled my name with a K for some reason, so it was Killin. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I thought it was funny, and so I, um, we actually had to have pen names in case our reviews appeared on the show, which one of mine actually did for Fate Stay Night in, I think, like, the sixth or fifth episode, something like that. And my pen name for the show was uh, Dylan Not Killin'. <laughs> yeah, and we have that video that we posted to our Facebook page, and I'll I'll, I'll post it in, in the description of this episode too, because it is a wonderful piece of nostalgia. Did you ever? Did you rip it too? So that like, I did. I have it on my computer now, just so I have it forever, just in case Dylan's like, no, I don't want it. I have did, it. Did you? Uh, it, you can actually go back to the first episode and watch my name be spelt wrong. <laughs> I thought that they had remastered it, but I think they might have like changed their you. YouTube channel like a couple years ago or something. I don't think the show is actually around anymore. It, it like after that first season, I think it really died off. And like Johnny Yoon Bosch, I don't think was associated with it anymore. And then it just became like hosted by two of the previous hosts. 
and and nobody wanted anything to do with it if Johnny Young Botch wasn't going to be there. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> the other hosts were funny, but I mean, it was Johnny Young Bosch was like you know a big name to have, yeah. especially at that time because that was when I guess like Naruto was big and uh, Rekka Seven was on then too. Was it really all that that long ago? I don't remember. Yeah. I thought it was, I was in high school when. It's not even an HD video if you guys can stomach it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's oh in a four by three ratio. Yeah. Forget that noise. <laughs> Just a little epilogue to the end of that story is I I thought that it was so funny that they spelt my name wrong because I, I don't know how they could have thought that was right because D and Cake are like really far away on a keyboard but um, <laughs> <laughs> I use Killin as my like gamer tag on everything so if you see Killin or Killin56 or some variation that might be me <laughs> and it's all from his early days of yep. anime blogging. Yeah, that was before I even had like a PS3 or like anything like that. So it's a good way to get a nickname. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> typos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's about time that we ring the news bell. News, and we don't have a lot of news today, uh, but we have some really interesting pieces. First up for media news, we we've come across this this. There's been this whole new trend of everybody being outspoken about the direction that the anime industry is going. Hideki Anno is the next person in line who's been talking about it. He's the creator of Evangelion and Gunbuster, all that really awesome stuff. And he is predicting the death of the anime industry, quote-unquote, for um, uh, in the next five years. He, he was doing an interview with a Russian magazine, um, Sputnik magazine or something like that. I, I, <laughs> that sounds pretty Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Vodka Sputnik magazine, Medi- I don't know. Vodka Sputnik. Vodka quarterly. Zangief magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Busted Car Weekly. <laughs> but yeah, so he's got this whole interview about him talking about the death of the anime industry. And it's it's not that he was talking about how horrible like it, it's not from the same take that that like Hayao Miyazaki took when <laughs> when he like, said I like hate oh, just, everybody. anime sucks <laughs> grumpy no. old man he's talking about uh, the thing about human resources and there isn't funding and animators get paid two dollars an hour you know Yeesh. he's talking about all that stuff in the anime industry uh, in Japan and he's saying. That he doesn't think that the anime industry is going to go away. There's probably going to be a Great Depression where it's going to be in a slump even worse than it is now. <laughs> Arms Corporation will thrive! <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but uh, he has hope that the anime industry is going to continue in a non-Asian atmosphere. Hmm. How weird is that? Like, that just a bunch of fans from around the world are going to pick up anime and hire... <laughs> You know, people to keep making Japanese-inspired animation, and that—that's where, where he thinks is going. Yeah, exactly, like like Avatar or, or something of the the sort. I mean, we have that one that's been funded on Kickstarter that was coming out in in what uh, um, a Middle Eastern country that Mecca anime. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I forget the name of it right now, but like that one was huge. It exploded on the internet. Wait, so this will end the argument of if it, is it anime or just a cartoon because it's made in America or not? Ha ha! They're animes now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. See, but I, but I, I'm still on that side. <laughs> it, it looks like anime, but it's not anime. Like literally, anime is. But what a if it saves the anime Japan. industry? What if it saves the anime industry? I don't know. It, I, I just kind of look at it as animation. 
It's fanimation. <laughs> I can't really. I don't really know where to go with that. If 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 Japan isn't Hello. if Japan isn't animating anymore, I mean, technically all animation is considered anime in Japan because that's just what they call it. But that's all I have for media news, and it, it's a really interesting topic to think about. You know, will it actually go away in five years, or or even that long? And what will happen after that? Will will everything just go away, or will everything about the anime industry just be one hundred percent nostalgia? After that, mm. um, so next up, uh, gaming news. <laughs> For to kick off gaming news, did you guys hear the continuing rumors about Silent Hills that the X Bone is going to get <coughs> exclusively now? Yeah, that's. I false. did see that. Yeah, I, I saw that. that Microsoft wanted to buy it from Konami before E3. I I don't know. I didn't read anything saying that they actually had, but it'll be interesting to see if they pull that off. Yeah, yeah. Raise, raise your hand if you've ever heard anybody raise say. Your... <laughs> if you've ever heard anybody say, "Hey, Microsoft made a great Konami game." <laughs> no, no one. Okay, like yeah, that is the most BS rumor I've ever heard. Like it would be so awful. No Silent Hill fans would even like stoop that low to buying it. <laughs> Um, well, th- there's like a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about this. They're saying that the game is 80% done. The only thing that they're waiting on is uh, Norman uh, Remus to to finish his mocap, which is like 100% of the game. <laughs> and um, yeah, and also that like the <clears throat> game will be worth billions because of, of this move, and that's the reason why PT was taken off of the. Was taken off of the PlayStation, PlayStation Network. Network. It's, it's was... not going to be worth billions. I think it if yeah. if it, it was as cool as PT was, like a full game that is cool, it will definitely do really well, and it would be a good decision for anyone to buy the game. But yeah, I just don't know. But you see, the thing is too is Konami wouldn't be working on it. Microsoft would be working on it, and they would. I have no doubt in my mind that they would just screw it up. Well, I mean, if you think about the previous games from the Silent Hill series, Downpour and even, like, Homecoming, not really the main focus of what Silent Hill is about. Yeah. See, and I actually liked Homecoming, and I never played Downpour, but I guess Downpour was really... Like, it was mechanically bad. Yeah. Very mechanically bad. And then one of the main focuses that they focused on in the game was like check out how many weapons you can pick up and that yeah. was never as silent no, hill fa- was in fact it was silent hill was always the opposite it yeah. was like look how many weapons you don't have you better be scared you wish you had this weapon yeah <laughs> yeah right it was like i really wish i could pick up it's that like, pre-rendered uh, environment object well, to hit this monster not even that but it's just like i have a gun that has one bullet in it what am i gonna do with it especially because all the all the monsters in the game take like 50 shots to kill yeah it was awful just throw the gun <laughs> yeah, just throw it and pick it up but that's what makes it so like a weapon hang on time out monsters time out i i don't know i actually would be for at Microsoft being able to make this game. The new, like, head of Microsoft, or at least the game, like, the Xbox the, uh, part of it, I forget his name, but he's at, he seems to be, like, he's more in touch than the last guy. So it would be a really good decision for them to do that because I, I can't actually think of many, um, like, good Japanese games for the Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's true. If you think of, like, good, good JRPGs, they're usually on... <laughs> <laughs> They're usually on like the Wii, or, well, like maybe the Wii or the PlayStation. I'm just, but. um, I'm probably just gonna jump on though and just say that if Konami is not making it, then I probably won't play it. 
I would be fine. I mean, if Microsoft just basically buys it and did whatever they want with it, yeah, I'd be really like uh, skeptical about that. But if they yeah. actually got um, Kojima to work on it again, and then even possibly Del Toro at that point, then I would be all for that. Oh yeah, well, I mean that because that was the real running factor of that was the fact that they were on that project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although Del Toro has had. The worst run with games ever. He's had like what three game video games canceled that yeah. he's wanted to work on. So, I would rather it just yeah. not come out. And, you know, make it one of those things that was just like, yeah, that was a nice thing that was going to happen because that was going to be my one of my main reasons for even picking up a PS4. But now it's gone, and I and is it going to be my main reason to pick up an Xbox? I don't think so. Next up, what we have in gaming news is. Almost like a strange news story. We actually don't have any strange news, but this one is pretty close. It takes the cake. Did you guys see the reports of that truck filled with Splatoon special editions that was completely robbed clean of all of its copies? Yeah. Like, wow. Like, okay, so, so it had everybody's pre-order special editions that came with all three Amiibos... And a, a limited edition of the game that came with extra content. Yeah. And it was completely stolen clean. Splatoon! Yeah, like, no, I, I thought I thought I heard about this, but I, but my understanding was that it was, an, uh, a, like, a specifically an Amiibo shipment. And yeah, since those um, are so freaking valuable, or, like, certain ones are... Amiibos? Yeah, it yeah. is. It's the Amiibo. Uh, they stole them for the Amiibos, because then they're going to steal the Amiibos and then and, and scalp them. They did. Yeah. But the... It, that is, it was actually, it did actually have the game with it because the way that they were going to rectify this thing happening, one, they could not give the people who pre-ordered this special edition a new special edition. Yeah. Because they're gone, they are gone. So what Nintendo is doing is they're shipping out like, like everybody who, ha- who had it pre-ordered, they already have a game of Splatoon. Like they got their Splatoon copy and... When the amiibos become more readily available, they're going to give them the amiibos afterwards. But they're going to ship out the amiibos individually instead of shipping them out as the special edition. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Which is awful. Like, like that. That's just like I would still totally do it because have you guys seen the Splatoon amiibos? They look amazing. Like, okay. I guess since I don't have a Wii U, I honestly don't see the appeal of amiibos. Yeah. well, yes, if you're a Nintendo fan, they are kind of cool little figures of yeah. you know the yeah, most they're cool and everything. Yeah. But at the same time, like the and like they, the genuine uproar and hugeness of all this is really ridiculous. Kind of like how Pokemon cards were in the '90s. Well, people are buying them for their collectability. Like people are buying them and not opening them. Yeah, like that's why people are buying them. And I can use it on my new 3ds because I don't have a Wii U, but I have a new 3ds, and they're and they're compatible with those. Yeah. And not to mention they give you special content. You yeah, know. you can unlock special content by buying them. I've still never heard of anyone buying an Amiibo for game content, though. That's, yeah. that, that is true. No, I know, yeah. We do have friends who have bought Amiibos, like, waited in line to buy yeah. special edition Amiibos. And a lot of our fans do it, too. We get we always get pictures from our fans of, of the Amiibos that they waited in line for. Yeah, hey, um, if, anybody, I, I... if anybody listening does have... You know, amiibos that they've waited for or anything. Why do you wait for amiibos? Like, what is email us about yeah, like, that? What's the appeal? Like, maybe if I ever get a Wii U and I'd understand more, but 
Until then, I'm just still confused. And if, and if anybody has the Target exclusive Rosalina, an extra one, please send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of like an Italian job type scenario where these trained criminals steal a truck full of Nintendo figures. I was thinking more it's you, us, and Amiibo. Yeah. We got that Nintendo gold. <laughs> They're all they like rob it wearing Mario masks. Like Mario, <laughs> Luigi, 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 the one has to be Peach. <laughs> They flip the truck over by throwing turtle shells at it. Then, <laughs> it's a blue. You open a suitcase with a blue shell. <laughs> right up in go karts. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so I'll make a video of this. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Nintendo stuff, I actually have a fan uh, a fan story that got sent to us uh, from Gerardo. Um, Gerardo hey, said. Gerardo. <laughs> Gerardo sent me a news story uh, saying um, Nintendo is hiring Bowser as their vice president of marketing for Mario games. What does that even mean? Okay, so <laughs> so <laughs> it means guy- I don't know what to do. Let's have a cartoon character <laughs> run this shit. So they hired a man, like an actual man whose last name is Bowser. And they put him on vice president of marketing for he, Mario. He's never been a vice president does he of anything. Marketing? He used <laughs> yeah, to does he? Work in a laundry he's like an old mat, but his yeah. last name was Bowser. <laughs> yeah. This is a real story. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. That is sounds he, like a publicity stunt. Hang on. Well, I'll sounds, look it up. You I think? Will, I'll look it up right now. I'm thinking about the Italian job. Like, that gives it a whole other name for me. I, I think, I, I always picture it as the. Uh, which which Fast and Furious did they do the the safe heist? Was that five? Oh, that was f- Fast Five? Five, yeah, Fast 20, Five. maybe. No. <laughs> well, they robbed five. a truck in one, didn't they? Yeah, but in the first one, they, they steal VCR players and stuff. <laughs> okay, so straight from IGN, Nintendo of America has appointed Doug Bowser as the vice president of U.S. sales. So he's so clearly Japanese. <laughs> oh, it says U.S. sales, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which means, Doug which Bounce. means that he would never touch anything at all. Because I mean, you don't see anybody except for Reggie touch anything at Nintendo yeah. USA. You, you know what? Objectively, Doug Bowser's a pretty sweet name. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. it totally is. It totally had, is. I would totally have the Bowser theme from Mario sixty four play everywhere I go. He sounds like he could be a private detective. <laughs> Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. Doug he kind of looks like a private detective. <laughs> He, he looks he, like he could have been like a hard hard police officer before this. Like, does he look like he could be a vice president? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd be scared of him. No. Uh, no. He looks like a vice principal. <laughs> <laughs> Send the link. I'm just gonna type in Doug Bowser and see what comes up. Yeah. There you go. Doug Bowser, private eye. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Bowser, the great Koopa Caper. Holy crap! He doesn't like Koopa. <laughs> From the movie. <laughs> Oh, from the movie? Oh, no, he doesn't. So that's some blonde braids on him, and he looks just like it. <laughs> Maybe that's how he'll go to E3 this year. He'll hit the stage with, with some blonde... Well, he needs, he needs hair first. He's not going to hit the stage because he's going to be in that flying clown mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? So we don't, have any, um, we don't have any strange news, right? Yeah, no. So then what are we moving on to? Into the West? No, it is time to move on to our oh. finish of the week. We have another one?
Japan. It better be more Japan than last time. So, so this one. God damn it. This one's actually pretty. Is going to be pretty short. But there's been this ongoing trend that has been really weird. Uh, that has been catching the eye of the Japanese internet. Which, oh yeah. Which is finding cute girls in random places. And in the past, we've seen like this this. A uh, Chinese school teacher who's been taking selfies, who who took the Japanese internet by storm. There was a Japanese Olympic uh, badminton player who was a, a a world champion, and she's adorable, and everybody was like, "Yeah, woo, that's awesome." Even there was a trend when when female butchers took the scene, and they started doing like news articles on really cute female butchers. Hey, what's not sex about a woman who knows how to handle meat? Right? <laughs> All right. So this new trend that has actually started gaining fan art across uh, Pixiv and then some, you know, mangas, uh, manga fan art that's been happening. There was a news report recently about a arsonist who held a bank hostage. He, he put lighter fluid all over the counters and said, if you don't give me any money... I'm going to light this place on fire. Lighter fluid burns up really quick anyway. Yeah. That wouldn't work. But the counters are granite, sir. (laughs) Well, anyways, there was a police standoff, and it hit the news. And in the live action, you know, the whole live coverage of it, they were showing some bank tellers that had gotten out. And there was this really adorable... bank teller on the side of the road who had this concerned look on her face that took the internet's heart by storm. Like, she was just so cute and gorgeous sitting there all concerned about her bank about to be on fire that it it spawned uh, fan arts and, like, manga movie posters and all this stuff that, that... I don't even know what to think anymore. It's just Japan is so weird. Yeah, oh, they are. But it's like, oh, look at that girl. She's she is scared. Yeah. <laughs> she thought she was going to be lit on fire. Uh, I know, it's, it's like one of those I must draw you situations. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> <laughs> look at that bank teller. Jeez. <laughs> and that was Japan's fetish of the week. Oop. Wrong one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Actually, that works a little bit for the Yeah, the whip kind of helps. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the, beginning of into, kind of the beginning of Into the West actually does work very well for the face of the week. <laughs> Interesting. The horse, on the other hand, may take too long. Maybe just like every single every single like sound clip that we use for the show should just be a whip sound. <laughs> Time for Fetish of the Week. Time for Into the West. Time for Strange Juice. Uh, so what's next? I don't know. What is Fetish or Into the West? Uh, yeah, well, Into the West uh, actually comes from our fan Scott. Yeah. Um, uh, so Wicked Fan Scott says, Hey, I have this cool concept for you for a par- from a parody internet video. Uh, oh! Oh, I know this. Yeah. So, oh, hang on. <laughs> so this, this is that internet video. Is this that YouTube video? Yeah. So he sent us a uh, YouTube video called Senpai Club. Yeah. Now, uh, it's this thing that is just... It's some very decent arms-level animation... <laughs> Uh, done by you know anime fans or uh, but it's like a parody like a mockery of animation. It's like uh, tropey trope anime the anime. Yeah. Um, it's all weeaboo stuff. Yeah, and it's so funny. 
Um, and they have, and it's it's in Japanese, like heavy air quotes around Japanese, because um, they're they're like just saying like random weeaboo Japanese terms over and over and over again. But the subtitles are different every time. The way what I caught from it is the way that they speak in Japanese is kind of like you know when when you took Spanish in in high school and they only taught you to say like Puedo ir al baño, like where is the bathroom. It's kind of like that very simplistic Japanese that they yeah. use throughout the entire. Well, and cartoon. then like they mix it like when when the characters are talking, they'll mix in like uh, English words, but make it sound Japanese, like like non de desu, uh, uh, like no, uh, non de desu, uh, bitch horror, like like so, <laughs> like make it sound Japanese, but they just said bitch horror, like it's just it was like so funny. Yeah. Um, I, so it, and I thought that they, it was funny that they had the the Japanese advertising after the oh yeah you, you <laughs> make <know>, babies yeah <laughs> make babies um, it, it's it was it's really funny you should really if you appreciate the humor some people won't appreciate the humor and just be like this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen yeah but if you appreciate the humor it's actually very funny um, but the concept behind it is like this you know oh high school girl. Like, oh, and then she runs into senpai. Oh, and he, and it's like, beautiful men everywhere. But, like, the men are drawn so crudely and and gross. It's it's um, kind of like DeviantArt the show. Yeah. So, like, oh, wow. uh, like uh, how, um, like, amateur anime fans will draw anime characters with, like, incredibly pointed chins and really crudely drawn faces. That's what all the men in the show look like. Yeah, but all the girls look alright. Like, yeah, they look it, decent. No, it's know? it's really funny. I, I I recommend it because it's funny yeah, to I'll watch. I'll put it in the description yeah. for you to watch the first episode. So, uh, technically it is an internet anime, but it is done by Western groups, so that is an Into the West Senpai Club. It's very funny. And that was Into the West. Alright. So, um, what, what do we have next? I guess it's time for what we're watching. Yeah, um, and I actually have a bunch of answers this time around. Yeah, so do I, and one that everybody is going to be super happy about. First off, hey, we started watching uh, Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan and I finally started watching Sword Art Online, so finally we got that ball rolling. How yeah, far in are you? Two episodes. Yeah, okay. but we watched the first two episodes We yesterday. just started yesterday. Yeah, so. and um, we, we watched it on Netflix, and it was started off in English. I had actually seen the first episode in Japanese, so I was like, yeah, I'll watch it in English, see what it's like. And for the most part, the English is pretty good. Uh, I was really not super impressed with Bryce Pappenbrook as the main character, though. No. It sounded like he was trying too hard. Like, trying way too hard. Yeah. Like, uh... Uh, almost like a four kids actor does, like the way the four kids actors sound, like really intense all the time to make it sound like they're acting. He's got this voice, yeah. you know, which I don't like. Just use your regular voice. Yeah, just talk. Like just talk, sound like a normal person. It's fine. Uh, he got better, obviously, when Attack on Titan came around. Yeah, he um, was he's really just good getting more. Anime. He's getting more comfortable with it. But uh, I think Sword Art Online was his really big, like his first big role. It was before that he had did what Iken? Uh, Iken. He did that. Uh, that boob OVA. Yeah. Um... So, uh, so that was cool, but I'm going to continue watching it on Crunchyroll, because I want to watch it in Japanese. Uh, and then, um, for me, anyway, uh, what I've been watching is, now I have finally, I am joining Dylan, and I am joining jo- Jonathan, I am watching Food Wars. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, I'm excited to see that. I need to join you guys, dude, too. yeah, uh, so... Yeah, you like it glitch. Yeah, if it's any sort of advocate for the fact that Jonathan started watching it and said, you guys need to watch this, and then Dylan started watching it and was like, I really love it, it's really funny. Now I'm watching it, and I watched the first eight episodes in less than two days. Like, I just, 
I, I ran right through because I couldn't stop watching it. It was so good. And uh, we always talk about uh, main characters um, and how... Which ones we like and which ones yeah, we don't like. Yeah, and which ones we don't like. Uh, this is a prime example of a shonen character that I really, really like. Yeah, he's really not annoying at all. And, like, one <laughs> thing that I like about him, too, is he almost is, like, in the way that Sherlock Holmes just, like does stuff and like and then explains oh i knew how to do this because of this and i'm like a badass he's sort of the same way but as a chef but it's really interesting too because he still works as the main the main character of a hero's journey because he whenever he doesn't know the the professional terms of things so when somebody says oh we're gonna do this he's like what's that and then they explain it to him and then he's like oh i know what that is i do it all the time i just never knew it was called that yeah yeah you know so it's it's a really interesting take on a main character and it works yeah and i would be okay like this is a, a um an anime that has the potential of being the next evolution anime which you know goes along with naruto one piece dragon ball z you know it just goes, just on, goes forever. on forever yeah. um and i would be okay with that i will stick with this anime if it continues on the path is this going. a sh- shonen manga as well yes oh yeah, i didn't know is. that yeah, uh, uh, it um, it's a shonen genre, but I don't know if it's a shonen jump, hmm. uh, if that's what you mean. Yeah, um, it, it is definitely a shonen manga, though. Um, and one of the things that I'm really liking is obviously, like once again, you know, bringing up an anime. Oh, there has to be a relationship involved with one of the girls. Um, but they kind of gave it a purpose in this one, where it's not just like, oh, I guess we kiss now, kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> where uh, it, his father explains at one point uh, the secret to cooking. This isn't a spoiler or anything because it, it comes up uh, pretty casually. Pretty sure in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. but he says the, the secret to cooking is finding a woman that you will love cooking for. Like, that is the secret to cooking. And, that um, makes some sense. Yeah, and um, uh, like it's not pure skill. It's not how long you've been cooking. It's finding someone you love, a woman that you love to cook for. So he's surrounded by all these girls at this school. Um, it's uh, it's gonna be like well, Megumi is the canon one, obviously, but then you have uh, uh, Nikumi, uh, the the meat girl, and then you have the main villainess, you know, who oh, Arena. They, yeah. Like it's gonna be like one of those uh, shipping animes that fans go nuts shipping characters all over the place. I'm so I'm already on board for for him and Megumi. I, they they just work so perfectly as Which, as Megumi's the dude. girl with the blue hair. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah, she's wicked cute. They they made her adorable. Yeah. Like, she's awesome, and her character works. She's like the coward. She's like a coward, but she can she can hold her own, and she it works as a co-pilot for Soma as the main character. Yeah, she's a very good assistant to him. Like she can't like cook anything really great on her own, but, but she's when, wicked smart. Yeah, but when she assists Soma, it's perfect. Like she does her job, and she she doesn't mess up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I get the feeling that it's gonna go more towards the. I guess the chick that you said was the villainous. I, I, I forget a lot of the names, but the Arena. girl with Arena. Yeah, the orange hair. That's like yep. the one of the like uh, top ten. Yep. Oh yeah, she has the god tongue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Arena. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it probably it is gonna lean towards that way, but I think if they're going to go that route as far as a love story goes, they're probably gonna push um, Megumi. But it's it's also kind of funny because uh, Nikumi, the girl that they who um, who is the meat expert, uh, she is already has a crush on him, as you can tell after you know they, the whole thing went down. No spoilers. But like you know, she was first she was a villain, but now she's kind of an ally in that Doesn't sort of sense. Every character have a crush on the main character in an anime at the time. No, <laughs> not really. 
not not the way that this one is going. This one is interesting because you have Megumi who's not in love with him at all yet, but that's the main character they're going for. There's the villain and the main character who they're, you know, two sides of the same coin and that's what they're and that's how they're going to be involved. And then there's the character who's already in love, but but the main character doesn't see it. Which is another thing that I think is absolutely hilarious about that show is everybody in that school hates him, but he's so oblivious to it. Like that was yeah. that makes me laugh every single time. It was yeah, the show is perfect. It's it's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we I watched uh, the uh, most current episode, episode nine, last night, and it was still just really good. They introduced really great rival characters. Yeah, yeah, the Italian, so, bro- the yeah, Italian the, twins. Yep, they're really good. Yeah, they are really good. Yeah, and I uh, so I'm that's all I'm gonna say about Food Wars. But I highly recommend it. Everybody should be watching Food Wars. It's gonna be probably one of the biggest ones to come out this season of anime. Uh, so along with my normal watching of you know uh, Don Machi and uh, Ed Otama. Um, I also bought the newest manga to Black Lagoon after three years of Black Lagoon not coming out. <laughs> um, and I must say, if you are a Black Lagoon fan, which uh, obviously I am, I, I always have considered Black Lagoon to be one of my favorite animes ever. It's one of the only mangas that I've ever bought, you know, have to buy the manga for. Like, I have the entire set of Black Lagoon. Uh, read it, because it is the same thing that you remember it being same writing uh uh ray hero is uh, the artist and writer of it um is still probably one of the best artists he's an amazing artist one an incredible artist uh black lagoon forever go episode uh, volume 10 was perfect i finished reading it today it was uh, so good love black lagoon i actually watched an anime this time go for it glitch Gargantia on the Virtuous Planet. Heck yeah, Gargantia. Uh, so uh, so kind of like Food Wars. I started watching Gargantia. That, or no, Sean's... So me and Sean were watching Gargantia at the same time. Now Glitch is on Gargantia. I actually seen the first episode way back when. And it's yeah. one of those times where... It's like seeing a trailer for a certain movie. Like, I want to see that movie when it comes out. Then life gets in the way and you completely forget yeah. about it mm-hmm. until someone says, Hey, remember? Hey, I'm watching this. You want to watch this with me? Ah, I remember seeing that. And where have I seen it? Oh, shit, I plan to watch this entire time. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm loving it so far. Yeah. I'm on episode five right now. See, that's one of those animes that if, um, because I like to collect figurines, and but I don't really have the budget for it now, if I find a figurine for Gargantia, I buy it. I have so many rare figurines that aren't sold anymore for Gargantia because I love the character designs. Which is something we'll bring up later. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Food Wars as well, but we already talked a pretty good uh, portion about that. (laughs) Uh, Food puns. uh, And then uh, just still... um, That was corny. uh, (laughs) Don Machi, or pick up... Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yep. And uh, I still really like that show, too, because the last uh, two episodes, you finally got to see Belle actually, like, be a badass. Yeah. Um, I guess so. But I still, I'm still having the worst time, like, seeing him as an actual badass. Well, he's, like... Yeah, I get what you say. Like, his personality outside the dungeon is, like, still very much sort of, like, cowardly and shy. Bitch. But, like, now when he's in the dungeon, more and more he's, like, becoming a stronger person. Yeah, but um, Fireboto. Yeah, Fireboto. The one, <laughs> the one thing I actually don't like about the show, which I forgot to talk about the last time I mentioned it, was the um, the girl that Belle likes, the main character likes, uh, Eyes. I think her Eyes. name is yeah. Eyes Sama. Is yep. like to me one of the most lifeless characters on that show. 
Well, and that's the whole point. I mean, like, I know, you... but she's just not entertaining to me. There's yeah. another reason that I'll get into later on when we get to, into the Tapagachi, but she I... just the all of the other female characters on the show are so colorful and animated, and she is so incredibly deadpan and lifeless. Yeah, yeah. She, she is just a shell. Like well, that is absolutely true. See, but I wonder if they're doing that on purpose so that you're kind of on the side of everybody else in the show. Like they're they're kind of making you. Like wonder wonder why well why does Bill like her yeah like and that's like I wonder if they designed her that way so that you you think that so that so every can, other girl is more appealing so that you won't you won't be on his side for saying yeah you should go for eyes instead you you'll say. Bell, stop being an idiot. Just go for Hestia, or no, or go for like his little assistant who likes him too. And no then, way. No, yeah. and then there's, no way. She's well, not the cat girl, Andrew. Not the cat girl. <laughs> no, and then there's the um his uh the his, um, his uh guild informant. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I actually yeah. like the guild informer. Yeah, yeah, she's cool, but and but she like really likes him, which is like so weird. But she she's one of those like yeah, I'll help you fall in love with the other girl, but right. like she's totally not into it. Yeah, she's the wingman. And then there's uh, the girl at the bar. Yeah, you know, she's she's got nothing though. Honestly, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying that like she she doesn't turn up enough in the show to even be considered on the yeah. radar. Yeah, for... sure, sure she is. I don't know. I think that she... I still think that she has something to do with the main villain because they look awfully yeah, similar. I know. But now how about this? Uh, one, the, one of the questions that they raise is uh, the elf girl who also works at the bar who has the blonde hair and used to be the um, the adventurer as well. Yeah. yeah. They're throwing her into the mix too. Because why not? <laughs> I guess so, but They like... need somebody with pointy ears. <laughs> but the elf... The, the guild, his guild assistant has pointy ears. Oh, yeah, it's she's true. A, she's an elf. Uh or she's a half elf, I think. Yeah. yeah. There, my hope is that Eyes, Eyes Sama, whatever, whatever her name is, the the chick that I was talking about. I, I hope that like, and I'm, I hope that we get more of her story, and I'm pretty sure that we will because when she was training Bell, Bell was like, "There's somebody I like want to be uh, as strong as," and he was talking about her. Yeah. And then she said, "Like me too," but I don't think we've learned who she's talking about yet. I don't think so yeah. either. Unless, unless I'm pretty sure she might be talking about Belle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because she's already stronger than Belle. Like, unless in, she was talking about like his spirit yeah, or like in a so, legit amount of strength. Yes, she is stronger than him. But in other characteristics, we've yet to find out. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that, yeah, and that is my own one qualm with the show. The rest of the, I, it's still a really good show. Yeah, I, I've really been enjoying the show, and you know Hestia is still exploding the internet like a crazy person. Yeah, I found a new I found a new Google theme where it's actually animated, and she's jumping now. <laughs> oh, those Google themes, man! Yeah, I'm gonna get one. <laughs> <laughs> so for this episode, our Tabagachi is going to be about character design. Yes, this was a topic that was uh, suggested to us again by Wicked Fan Scott. Yeah, uh, Scott. Comes up with some really good yeah, topics. Yeah, Scott, you've been throwing us lots of topics, and we've been really, really liking them. Um, so keep that up, man. But hey, that's a shout-out to all you other fans. If you guys want to want to hear us talk about specific things... Or how awesome you are. Because yeah, um, uh, uh, we have had we have had other fans uh, share topics with us before, and we've talked about them. But you guys know what you want to hear us talk about, so let us know what you want to talk about, uh, us to talk about, because we have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, character design. Uh, so, uh, the way this came up was Scott said, remember when you guys were talking about um, buying figurines, specifically me, because I buy a lot of figurines. 
Um, remember when Andrew was talking about uh, his buying Miku, the append version of Miku? He said he bought it. Uh, he said I bought it. You know, I, I bought it because I didn't necessarily have a whole Vocaloid obsession, but I really love Cyberpunk. So I bought the Miku figurine because one, Miku's a really cool design, but so is Cyberpunk. Mix the two, mix Miku and Cyberpunk together, and I have a perfect figurine for me. Hmm. Uh, and he said, I feel that way a lot too, that character design will make characters so much more appealing on their own merit. Uh, so he wants us to hear us talk about that. What makes a character design appealing, and are you attracted to things strictly because of character design? Interesting. Yeah, and, and yes, by the way, yes, the answer is is absolutely, you know, character design itself. And we've talked about this before. I'll watch shows just by based on the art. Yep. Like, I love anything, any of the character designs that Studio Trigger comes out with. I mean, don't get me, I'm a fanboy, so I'm kind of biased in this, but yeah, like anything like that. However, there was something that was extremely interesting that came up with character design, and it was... Um, it's almost like they knew we were going to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, this new show that's coming out called Bikini Warriors. Yeah, we posted the news article for it on our Facebook. Some of you took notice of it. So what's really interesting about this show is that the characters are... There are six characters in the show. It's a short anime that's coming out next season for the summer a- anime. And it's like a three-minute short. Every character in the show is designed by a different artist. Not just a different artist. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. M- Most of them are hentai artists. Yeah. <laughs> we get to see their specialties and fetishes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and, and each character, the, if you go to the website for the show... The description itself even says, "Don't come to the show looking for plot because you're not gonna find it. You're gonna, you're, you're. We know you're gonna watch the show because of boobs, and and it's it's absolutely true because I mean there's no there's no other point to it. There's no use in hiding it, and that is a very interesting marketing strategy. First off, um, all the characters' names are are just their names are their class. So you have fighter, paladin, Valkyrie, hunter, mage, and dark elf. First off. The fighter Wait, no rogue. Yeah, yeah, right. No, no, because they they're hidden in cloaks. You can't you can't find boobs in a rogue. She um, could be wearing sure a one piece <laughs> swimsuit instead. Yeah, right. A hooded one piece swimsuit. That, well, she would be a bikini is, warrior then. That is what this is missing, Dylan. I am on board with your characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first up, fighter. The character artist that they got is Hisasi. He's a hentai artist, and he is my favorite. Um, just, like, I love 
his artwork. Seriously, it he is a gorgeous char- character designer and uh, like sharp eyes, sharp angles, and really good rendering too. Um, next up is uh, the, the Paladin uh, Onigiri Kun, who is the design character designer for Beat Angel uh, Escalator. Is he? Is that a hentai? I, I have no idea. I don't think it is. I honestly don't think that Angel it, Blade it is. is a hentai, but that's not. Yeah, it. it depends who you talk to. It could be. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Next up is the Valkyrie, who was designed by Tony Taka, and he is renowned as one of the best hentai artists. Ever. Yeah, if if anybody is like fan of hentai artists or anything, you've heard of Tony Taka. Yeah, have heard of Tony Taka. Yeah, he um he did uh, visual novels like Fault, and he has his own art books, his own line of of girls that he draws. Um, really really good artist, very very good artist. <laughs> Next up is well, probably one of my favorites. Yeah, Hunter, uh, the Hunter who uh, wields the bow and arrow is done by Ray Hiroi, who did Black Lagoon. Yeah, Ray Hiroi. <laughs> How about that? That's gonna, that's like going to be one of, the, one of the main reasons why. I mean, besides Hisashi, I mean that's really cool. But like, heck, I mean Ray Hero, I Black Lagoon, I'm all for it. So yeah. freaking sweet. Um, next up is the mage. The artist is uh, Saitome, who did Ninja Slayer, which mm-hmm. that goes way back. And this is really interesting because his character design looks nothing like the character designs from Ninja Slayer. It actually looks really moe, like like yeah, the most moe character moe. with the really big eyes. The but it's weird because it's like it's like the lowly character with, but it's a lowly, a big boob lowly. And yeah, right. She's like weird. she's like triple triple D cup. <laughs> but she she looks way too young. And then finally we have the dark, the dark elf, elf. <laughs> who is done by Odan uh, uh, Odanon. Yeah, Odanon. Who. Is known for Queen's a surprise Queen's Blade, yeah. Queen's Blade Rebellion, like one of the most favorite, yeah. famous girl. This whole fight series remi- or show reminds me of Queen's Blade. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I would wouldn't have been surprised if yeah. the entire series was taken off of. But it's super Queen's hilarious because like everybody, every character in the show looks different. Like it yeah. looks like they've been designed by they, a different. They character. do. They look completely different. So I, what I'm looking w- wondering is when I watch the show, when they interact with each other, is it like I'm going to be watching six different shows all at the same time and that goes who cares about plot yeah that's my i i don't i didn't see in the article but is it going to be animated by six different people like each character is animated by the like i okay so you know usually I mean? yeah usually when stuff like this goes down i believe the answer is no it's all going to be animated by the same studio that's what i figured um, but everybody, but everybody's going to have the design of the character so they're going to have to copy the design of that character uh, or of, the, of that artist, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's that's because usually there's for any show there's one appointed character artist, and for a series, if you have a character artist, that's your only job. So this is this is a really interesting experiment as to how this is actually going to work. It's it's almost like an experimental anime altogether. Not focusing on plot, focusing on character design, which is probably one of the you know biggest parts of anime itself. Like even even beyond animation, if you don't have good character design. Then you know the the show kind of falls flat. I am so excited for Hunter. Like that is like the coolest <laughs> thing ever. That that hero, that Ray Hero is on it. <laughs> yeah. So um, elements of character design. What what do you guys look for when when you are interested in a character? Be it uh, a character trait or a um, uh, an, an emotion that they evoke, or if it's a piece of clothing that they wear. Well, I usually don't I- get into. 
like an anime just specifically for character design it's usually like you said like just the art like the overall art if i think mm-hmm. that's cool then i'll probably get into it it's it doesn't really have much to do with the way the characters look but like right. i mean as we've stated before it's just as long as the character is not annoying it'll it's fine <laughs> with me yeah. Well, yeah. that's because see, that's a really interesting because like when I look at character designs, I actually like it. It does have to do with the whole art, but I think character design actually does go into it because I'll look at you know costume designs of a character and say that character is cool. You know, like f- for example, when I was talking about Studio Trigger earlier. I really like Studio Trigger's character designs, especially because they they put emphasis on certain pieces of clothing. Like for example, Ryuko Matoi from Kill a Kill. She's got those oversized weapons, you know, like the the scissor blade, which is just a cool character design to begin with. Weapons, like obscure weapons, awesome. Yeah, totally well, awesome. Uh, they uh, trigger usually goes with oversized everything. Yeah, so um, especially <laughs> characters, like. I mean, um, but one of the, my my most favorite things about uh, Ryuko in particular is her sneakers. Have you ever noticed that her sneakers are really big? Like like, and for some reason, I just like big footwear like in space dandy space dandy has those really big boots that he wears you know those really yeah, obnoxious I, yeah, big... I like his boots they have like a metal s- steel toe on the outside yeah yeah and and then uh the other w- design that i saw too was um y- yoko from gurren lagan she's got those those boots with zippers that are almost as big as the heel of the boot themselves Things like that are really cool to me. I don't know why. It's it's one of the reasons why JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has such cool character designs because they have like these huge chains that they wear. Yeah, JoJo, what wears, does it do? Yeah, JoJo wears like three or four belts around his waist. Why? It restricts his power. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he, because he doesn't know how to buy pants. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. he, he can't buy pants for himself, so he just buys a whole bunch I of belts. I don't know. Forty six waists. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's too big. <laughs> Another thing that I go crazy for, I don't know why, pink hair. I love pink hair. <laughs> I don't know why. It's 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 one of those things that that I just can't help it. I like pink hair. So a pink-haired, big-footed gal for you, huh? <laughs> one, I Not- mean, speaking to what you were just sort of talking about with Trigger, the character designs that I really like typically come from, like, Bones or, like, Bones style. Mm. The way they look, I really like those characters. The The character artists that worked on Eureka 7 worked on uh, a more recent Gundam show I think I talked about, but I stopped watching because the main character is just so annoying. <laughs> Isn't that kind of typical for Gundam? No, they're yeah, not. Kinda... No, they're not always annoying. I mean, yeah, maybe like a, g- a good portion of them are. Yes. But <laughs> one thing that I noticed when we, you brought this topic up, and I was starting to think about like my favorite animes and thinking about the the way the characters look. An odd thing that I discovered is a lot of them wear either red clothing or have red hair. Yeah, like Trigun. Um, what else do I have up here? Renton, his his jacket is like a red color. Yeah. Um, Naruto is orange. Goku is orange. You can go out orange. <laughs> yeah. I really like just like the uh, the character designs in Naruto. Anyway, like I, I I don't know something about the the just all the they're different all kinds. unique. Yeah, like, yeah. But that's how I feel like they're unique and they meet their personalities. Well, it's not kind of just the same thing. Because I really like ninja designs anyway. So the fact that there's so many different kinds of ninja designs in that show is great. 
Yeah, and like Areca Seven has like a great ensemble cast of characters that all look very unique and different. I, I guess that's kind of what goes into an interesting character design is making sure that all your characters are unique enough to, to pull in your audience because that way you can expand you know how many characters there are to focus on. Well, because I know that I've done this before. Um, just like I did with the Vocaloid figurine that, that we discussed that kind of launched this topic was I've bought figurines from shows that I haven't seen before just because I like the design of that character. You know, I like the way it looks, but I haven't seen that show. People are like, why, why are you doing that? You're not even a fan. I was like, I don't care. Look at it. It's, it's beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's why I really like it when I find uh, figurines that are, are original art. That don't belong to a property. So you buy a figure, uh, a cool anime-looking figurine that just has a great design to it. Uh, generally, they are like a female that is. I don't know. Some of them have trench coats. Some of them look like ninjas. I have uh, just crap tons of original, original figurines. Pretty, pretty neat. Cat girls. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's plenty of those. You need what you need to do is 3D print just a bunch of tiny cat ears that you can just put on all the figurines. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be so awesome, man. Yeah, now that I think about it, uh, uh, 3D printing would make kit bashing so much easier. Yeah, it would. Well, it would be. It might not be cheaper because it would pro- to get a like a nice enough printer that can print at a decent resolution, but. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not really what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a little, that was a little aside. Anyway, no, uh, but I actually discussed this a little while ago. Um, I haven't even met the character yet, but I know that I'm probably going to be appealing. And Sean even agreed. Sean was like, this character is designed for you, Andrew. Uh, was uh, Xion oh, yeah. from, uh, from Sword Art Online 2. Yep. Um, and uh, people are already kind of predicting, oh, Andrew's going to love that character when he gets to it. And, and they're... Kind of right. Like, I already loved the, the design of the character, so I'm actually really excited to catch up to that point where I actually get to meet that character. But what is it about her that you like? Um, the ears. The mili- <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about the cat girl design of that. Um, no, but even before I even knew that that even came up, um, you know, the blue hair is cool. Because if you, if you noticed, like, my Monster Hunter Rio has blue hair. Uh, my, a bunch of my character designs before her that I've drawn have blue hair. Like, I, I don't know, blue hair characters. It, they, it, uh, I, yeah, I am interested to see what you think about her, because with Sword Art Online, you get, like, different character designs for each character because of the different um, MMO games. So, like, yeah. Shinon mm-hmm. looks a lot different outside of the game than she does inside mm-hmm. of, like, Gun Gale, which is, I think, what the design you're talking about right now. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. Um, which is actually something I'm really excited to find out, believe it or not, um, is is how that translates. So I, I think that's going to be really cool. But I really like the military getup that she's in. I think that's really cool. Uh, Girls with guns is never a bad thing. Like uh, that's one of the reasons why I really love Black Lagoon. Um, if you want to go character design wise, uh, just look in Black Lagoon. Everybody from Black Lagoon is right up my alley. Every single character, because they're you know they're all really gangsterlicious, <laughs> very <laughs> gangsterlicious, <you know, laughs> gangsterlicious. Wow. You know, uh, Revy has those cool shorty shorts and the tank top uh, that goes along um, with you know her wearing her gun holsters all the time. It's really sweet. Speaking of gangsterlicious, I saw that Japan now has a website where you can buy gangster clothing, like. Are you talking about, like, 1930s gangster or, like, thug gangster? Like, thug gangster. Uh, like, like <laughs> if you want to buy Yakuza garb, there's a website for it. It's called Birth Japan. Really? Yeah. And you uh. can buy, like, leather, like, snake 
leather trench coats or can you buy, snakeskin trench coats. Can you buy, like, high school delinquent clothes? I don't know. Maybe. They <laughs> have, like, I would I would love some high, uh, high school delinquent clothes. That would be awesome. I don't know, man. Does it come with a pompadour wig? <laughs> yeah. Do you even pompadour, bro? <laughs> man, I'm, tr- I'm trying to look up some stuff for Japanese color theory, see, see what... Uh, what the difference in meaning to characters are, because you know we have like American color theory, but that they all complete they're all completely different. Yeah, one thing I, I noticed going back to like what I said about a lot of the main characters in shows that I like have like red associated with them or orange. There's usually in the show like either a love interest or an antagonist that their like defining color is blue. So like yep. Naruto, which are complementary colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Renton and Areka, Areka is usually like bluish green colors. Renton is he's got the red on his jacket, so yep. they already go together. Naruto and Sasuke. I, did I? I don't know if I mentioned that one already. See, I'm thinking about it constantly. Now, and that makes a lot of sense. It it kind of it makes me want to like look into other animes where I might have missed that. Where because because when you look at that kind of stuff, it sometimes it just goes right over your head. You're just watching it. You know, for the enjoyment, but you're not really analyzing it because it's yeah. all su- it's all very subconscious. Yeah, you just subconsciously are like, this goes together, but you don't consciously know. Oh, it's because they look or they're using this color or they look this way. Here's an interesting start. Japanese color theory is based around natural elements. With five main co- the five main colors in in Japanese art is blue for wood, red for fire, yellow for earth, white for metal, and black for water. I don't know if that helps. Hmm. I just another one is Outlaw Star. Jean has red hair and Melfina wears blue clothing. Which is uh which is another really great uh design. Like uh oh, uh, one of my favorite anime chicks, uh Faye Valentine. Like uh that getup that she's wearing uh time. Yeah, yellow and the, blue. Those yep. are complementary colors. Yep. Uh you just like sexy clothing. I do. Well, I mean <laughs> Who does? It's it's I, I mean it's it's not even really the, the I mean don't get me wrong yeah you're not right you're you're not wrong <laughs> don't get yeah. me wrong you're not right <laughs> uh, but it's not even like the sexy clothing aspect to it it's the complicated outfit that they're wearing like it, the complicated outfit yeah it might be sexy but like they're wearing so many different layers on top of one another uh, that it creates like a depth to okay. like to so, like a, like a depth to the detail. She's not so wearing that many layers though. She's wearing like yellow spandex swimsuit almost, and then suspenders. But it's like, but she's wearing like a shirt, uh, like a uh, kind of like a tank top underneath that, an overcoat with with long sleeves that's short. Um, so you have like you know the midriff. Or she's wearing a midriff that ha- that is connected to suspenders. What are those suspenders holding up? Well, they're they're holding up her her like hot pants, and then she's wearing those long thigh uh, thigh high nylons with with her white boots. I don't know, it's just, like, the layers to how, like, that attention to detail, you know, like, um, how her outfit goes together to make, like, this complicated outfit that really isn't all that necessary, but it makes it interesting. And and now we're getting into kind of the topic of, of Gebel, yeah. which which is what basically what made Star Wars so interesting. If you look at all the spaceships and stuff like that, they have all these things and pieces on them that have zero function whatsoever but it tricks your brain into thinking that it does have a certain function and that's kind of what the same thing like we were talking about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure where yeah. everybody has such complicated costumes they have <laughs> they serve no purpose but it looks cool so it tricks your brain into thinking wow their costume is like really awesome and important because if you kind of think about it like one of my favorite animation studios ever uh, Warner Brothers 
Mm-hmm. Um, you look at like the DC animated stuff, and they animate the characters to be very simple to animate. You know, no complicated lines. Uh, the costumes are very simple. Uh, you know, two, usually two solid colors to create a costume. Um, and then a skin tone on top of that, uh, of wherever the skin is showing, uh, so that it's really easy to animate, and you can animate a lot. Um, but then you have things like anime, where they choose to go complicated costumes um, to show more detail and make it more interesting that way. One of one of my favorite costumes that has a lot of gebel is Grave from Gungrave. Yes, he. And it's actually kind of funny because his the like uniform that I'm talking about he doesn't wear until later in the series and up until that point he's worn nothing but like regular clothing and then all of a sudden he's just like yeah I'm just gonna wear like a crazy costume that no one would actually wear in real life. It's uh it's another thing uh, uh, a trend in anime um, is uh, is military clothing. Um, and it's actually kind of interesting because military clothing is something that we're all, uh, that everybody is pretty used to seeing, right? So, yeah. um, so when you look at military clothing in an anime, it kind of goes over your head. But if you pay attention to the military clothing that they're drawing in anime, it's very incredibly complicated. Like from their call, if you just look at the collars like around their necks, like even if you look at Full Metal Alchemist. Um, you know, like, they have, like, heightened collars with a bunch of different designs on them, down into their trench coats where they're wearing their badges and, uh, like, tons of pockets and buttons. It's, I don't know if that's, like, an, uh, keeps your brain interested. Like, it, oh, it's, that's so interesting to the eye. You know, I think that kind of contributes to the fact that they don't have as many animation frames as we do either is because they put so much detail into their characters that they spend a lot of time redrawing their costumes and not oh, yeah, not making frames. In in the same respect that you said, you know, Justice League, their costumes are so simple, and they're actually all the same exact basic form. Yeah. Well, nobody has the same exact copy and paste basic form in anime. They're all completely unique and different. You can even There's find not like you, anime so much. Yeah, you can even find height charts of characters in in anime, whereas everybody in like say Justice League Unlimited, same exact height. <laughs> yeah. Fullmetal Alchemist is another one where main character has a red coat, and a lot of other characters wear blue. Yeah, even Al. Al yeah. is the shade of blue, like his brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's an interesting thing, too, because uh, even uh, Ed's allies are wearing blue. Like, he's wearing red, and he chooses to wear red. He's a state alchemist, but all the state alchemists have to wear blue. blue. And his, he doesn't yeah, want the, to. The, I mean, the armor, even even though it's, like, supposed to be gray, it's like a bluish gray. I, I, I've been, this entire conversation, I've been looking up Japanese color theory, and I can't find anything besides those elements that I found earlier. I don't know if you were going to get into um, designs that you don't like, but recently, another oh, yeah, reason absolutely. why I don't like eyes from um, Don Machi, or uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon, mm-hmm. is I don't understand her armor, because oh, yeah, yeah, she wears she a very weird, weird chest yeah. plate, and like female chest plates are always like they're weird, always because they're either like very revealing, or like they don't make sense and would be very uncomfortable. Hers almost would make sense, but, like, her right boob, the underneath part of it is exposed, which doesn't make any sense to me, because she's wearing clothing underneath, so it's not, like, a fan service thing. Yeah, It's like right. they just ran out of metal. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, the, the the blacksmith had trouble with this one. He got your measurements wrong. Yeah, it's, it's like they just wanted to, like, create asymmetry for asymmetry's sake. Yeah. Like, to make her look more interesting, but it makes no sense to me. 
Yeah, it's really funny that you mentioned that because I have noticed that as well, and it kind of bothers me. It does. It bothers me too. I, I absolutely have noticed that while watching the show, and just like the fact that it's like if you're gonna show us some underboob, give us some underboob. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> the one side too. It's not like both of. Even if it was both of them, I'd still be like, okay, that's like I, that would be more fan servicey, I guess. But like, yeah. I would like that better than just. It, like, Dude, being yeah. functional on one side and then being just weird on the other. Here's the interesting thing, too. Um, Who doesn't like underboob? <laughs> underboob is like a girl But she's in the wearing greens. a shirt underneath still. I, yeah, so I it's not even like actual underboob. Except for that one time where she actually, the second time that she saved Belle. Yes, okay, that, yeah, that now piece, that I remember that. piece that. of clothing was ripped. And yeah, we she was really like beat up, so she had her clothes torn apart. But that was like a, a single gag. Even still, like that, that kind of like it shows the flaw in her armor, which is like an interesting thing to begin with. This goes for all character design when they when it go, comes to medieval garb. When they talk about or when they give characters like especially female characters like the boob armor, um, it, it, it's even the same thing for male chest plates. Whenever they yeah. give them the sculpted chest plate, that's a really terrible armor design because yeah. you, because when you, you have the slopes that if, if a sword hits it, it's gonna slide into to the middle and just go right through the armor. No, well, with women, if if they have a ch- like a metal chest piece that's actually round and like cups the breast, if they fall, they're gonna break their sternum. Yeah, <laughs> because exa- it's, yeah. it's basically a metal thing pointing right there, into their yeah. chest. Yeah, I mean that's that's always such an interesting debate. Like people still continue to do that to this day with their armor designs, and they just don't care. It's, like they, it really just comes down to like. Does it look better, or do I want to make it like actual, like practical, like like realistically? Yeah, and I think that um, the one, if I'm remembering correctly, the one that did it correct was Berserk. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, And Casca's armor. Yeah, uh, or any of the any of the characters. To be honest, all their characters are based on actual armors. I, I think they have. Like just rounded plates, they don't have the actual breasts carved out. They're they are actually rounded and they're curved outward, so that if they were to be hit by a sword, it would it would be deflected off to the side. Yeah, which is which is actually correct and you know meant to be correct armor. I like designs that are practical. I yeah. really do. It's I, simple I think, and practical. Yeah, I think practical designs are cool because it actually proves competency and that's another interesting thing too you know you can go for sexy which you know you get the sex appeal which is fine but if you go for practical it actually shows competency and when you see competency you're like hey i want to watch that too like i care about that character more like cool she has tits next (laughs) yeah for berserk you know it kind of it kind of falls short because you, you see everybody naked in that show at least once yeah, it's very game, anyway. It's so very Game of Thronesy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Berser- yeah, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Berserk is kind of like the Game of Thrones. Except I, th- I can, I think I might like Berserk better. It's more disturbing. <laughs> very, I, well, I mean, I don't know. Hmm. Game of Thrones is pretty disturbing at times, but yeah. it's disturbing in like a different way. I guess that's why I kind of why I like a lot of the Naruto designs too, because most of that stuff is used by the character. Yeah, like that's their true, little pouches yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like Rock Lee has those. When you look at Rock Lee's costume, you think, "What are those stupid?" Things on his feet, but it was actually ankle weights. If he takes off, he, you know, gets even better. Yeah, yeah, and it was the same thing with um, Kenpachi from uh, Bleach, where he he wears an eye patch so that he's only mm-hmm. oh, and he wears the bells on his hair so that people can hear him coming. 
Uh, and then he wears the eye patch, and if he takes it off, he's like, oh, now I can see with both eyes. What are you going to do about it now? Why? Why? <laughs> he restricts his power so he doesn't kill everybody. Like, it's at least like, has a practical effect for it. You yeah, know? it's like um, Futurama. Hold still, damn it. I don't have good depth perception. <laughs> that, the very first episode with Leela. <laughs> I'm looking at um, all my street fight, my favorite Street Fighter characters, too. Um, which is an interesting concept because uh, when you when you look at it from a fighting game perspective, you go into a fighting game and there's not a huge amount of story. So what do you choose a character for? You choose them because you like the way they look. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe and then maybe eventually you'll learn how uh, a character how they play. But that is my, my main thing is when I go into a fighting game, I choose a character based on the way they look. That's why my favorite characters are like Juri, mm-hmm. Sakura, um, Tekken, Asuka, Lily. Uh, Jun, uh, go for a badass chick who can kick some butt. That actually may uh, brought up another thing when you were looking through those characters. I uh, I, I like the des- character design, especially or with females. That when they have uh, when they wear skirts, but underneath they wear spats. You yeah, know? you know, like the the biker shorts, those tight biker shorts. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think I like that because it, it's a little bit more modest. You know, they still have the mini skirt thing going on, but they, there's a little bit more modesty under that. I, mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting because I like modesty. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, like a b- don't get me don't get me wrong. I like the I like the sexy character designs, but I also don't mind the modesty either. So that's an interesting take on on uh, a look into how we view character design. I hope that that was a sufficient. At least a start. Maybe you know if we come up with some better ideas, we'll revisit this. But this if, this is definitely a topic that we can revisit, like yeah, a lot. Because there's a lot to there's a lot to cover. There's there's specific kinds of character design that we could go over. We could get into even specific characters and theory. Yeah, I mean, we could pick a show and do characters. Yeah, design. well, I mean, even um even the, what he said that uh, Scott said that he wanted to do this based on you know he, he uh, how I like cyberpunk and I'm drawn to cyberpunk. Well, yeah. we just mentioned that I'm drawn to ninja. I'm drawn to. A uh, pirate or gangster, cat you know, girls. Mi- uh, right? Cat girls, <laughs> military. We could, we military could totally, cat girl ninjas. We could totally do a uh, a cat girl thing because there's a whole history behind cat girls. Oh, good god! <laughs> <laughs> what is there not? <laughs> there is. There's, the, there cat, is. Cat girls go all the way back to the Edo period. Yep. Uh, actually, um, in the um, to the pedo period. Also, <laughs> uh, Shinto religion, you know, because of the uh, the kitsune. Yep. Yeah, we could also talk about like certain time skip costume design, like how characters change their costume over time. Hmm. We're giving you a bunch of ideas, fans. Make sure you. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm just writing them down. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, to tell us which ones you want us to talk about because we'll keep, we'll keep talking about this topic. I mean, heck, half of a, or no, all of us here are practically designers, so we'll talk about design all. I don't design Jack. Well, then three of us here are designers. You're a, you're a cocktail designer. There needs to be more bartending. <laughs> like, food wars? Let's go with bar wars next. I want bartending. Is that like the anime is. Cheers? <laughs> I know there's a bartending Norm Day manga I meant to get. I've been meaning to get for a long time. And there's also a bartender anime. Uh, so you guys can bring up that topic again if you if you want. Just let us know. But uh, But that's what we're going to touch on for now. Uh, so I guess that's gonna have us move on to some fan service. Yeah, what do we? What we've been through a, quite a few fan service things, but what else do we have? Yeah, so on Twitter, user uh, Anduin, I think I think that's how you say it. Uh, it's either Anduin or uh, Anduin. Um, Anduin. They sent us a picture from Japan. They they took a trip to Japan, uh, to, snapped us a picture, um, and sent us some uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken chips. Mm. So like, so they have chips in. Uh, Wait, they sent you chips. 
No, no, they didn't. Say, they they took a picture of them. Oh, okay. They sent a photo. Yeah, I about to say. So Kentucky Fried Chicken has a line of chips, or f- for our UK, uh, crisps, <laughs> crisps. Uh, um, they and a whole bunch of different flavors of chicken fa- uh, flavored chips. Uh, and he just shot that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, he just shot that our way and was like, "Hey, Wicked Anime, thought you guys would think this is cool. I'm I in Japan, and you're not, you know, <laughs> laughing at us." Yeah, running in. <laughs> I I am so disappointed that I never got to try the Lay's chicken and waffle chips. You weren't missing much. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Why, I don't know them. why you're so. I still wanted to try them. All right. So uh, next up, um, we had uh, Gerardo also sent us the release of the new Dragon Ball Z. Uh, is going to, going to coincide with the new Dragon Ball Z manga. Really? Yeah, so uh, for those of us who either uh, don't have Hulu Plus and aren't subscribed to Funimation and can't watch uh, Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super that's going to be airing, we can always read the manga version of it. Um, that's going to be in Hulu Plus? No, no. Um, well, uh, you, you mean Super, or like the TV show? or the Yeah, movie? well, you just said for those of us who don't have Hulu Plus. And... Well, gen- um, that was just kind of a guess, but because um, generally if it, if it airs on Funimation, it's also going to air on Hulu. Oh, okay. Because uh, hmm. like, all of Funimation shows are on Hulu. But you need Hulu Plus to watch them. Yeah, but you need Hulu's, Hulu Plus to watch. Yeah, I have Hulu Plus. That's what I was asking. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, the has Hulu Plus as well, so I'm down for what Dylan and I watching it, reviewing it. Yeah, heck yeah, that'd be awesome. How big a DBZ fan are you, Dylan? I like it. I, I mean, I, uh, I liked it when I watched it as a kid. I, I never finished GT. I don't think, I don't think anybody. <laughs> You're not missing much. You I, can't finish GT. My, my brother's a far bigger Dragon Ball Z fan than I am, but I, I like the show. Well, as it goes, um, Super is going to pretend that GT never happened. Okay, well then it's a good thing I never finished it. Yeah. Uh, so next up uh, comes Scott. Of course, uh, Wicked fan Scott sent us more this, topics. Yeah, sent us this topic. But he also for future for future shows, he wants to talk about um, uh, inspiration. Like what animes have inspired us to do things um, and situations of awe that we've seen. So inspiration and situations of awe, which we can definitely talk about. I love that topic idea. Um. And then, of course, we uh, have our uh, Wicked fan, Temsu, or Robert, um, who sent us over uh, some fan pictures. I guess uh, there's this thing going on on 4chan uh, where, you know, uh, Rule 63, where Rule 63, they always uh, make a a female version, or a a gender swap version of uh, either a male or a female character? Yeah. Uh, Well, (coughs) apparently, uh, Shy Guy from the Mario series, you know, the guy who's wearing the cloak and and the white mask with no face... Shy Guy has been making some waves in on 4chan in his Rule uh, 63 version of him. But, shy Girl? Uh, yeah, with a, um, with, a, with a Shy Girl version. But the thing is, it's this specific artist. I don't know. It's The, the specific artist made a character design of this Shy Girl, and, uh, and that was the design that took off. Because there was a whole bunch of different versions of it, but now it's this just one. Um, and, of course, it's 4chan, so it leads into Rule 34 stuff as well. Ah, surprise the finish of the week! <laughs> and then um, uh, Adolfo uh, messaged us on Facebook, uh, and he said uh, he wanted to let us know that Vibe Magazine, this is specifically for Glitch as well, but Vi- uh, <laughs> Vibe Magazine uh, had a piece on Jaden Smith uh, being static oh, shock. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> being what? Static shock. Oh, yeah. I thought... I, I immediately pictured what was Glitch going to think of this. <laughs> so, um... So, okay, so, uh, for Adolfo Glitch, tell us what you think. 
Fuck no. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I goddamn think. So who would you cast? Besides me? I don't know. I might, honestly, I think I'm a little too old for it now. Like, hashtag glitch for static. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it needs to be someone newer. I mean, Jaden Smith, honestly, he's not that good an actor to me or not that funny. Because static, like, Virgil and Static Shock are like, they're basically a black Spider-Man. They're smart asses. They're, you know, they're smart and a smart Alex. So, need to find some kid who's slightly cocky. I mean, Jaden's gotten a little too old, too, or in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, I I could see it being like Michael B. Jordan or something like that. To be honest, he's he's definitely a little too old though. But but Michael B. Jordan would be a good fit. Well, and if you want to go for the uh, for the laughable and and spunky and sarcastic, you could always go with Donald Glover, like who is also pretty old. Nope. But Don, well, but Donald Glover can play off uh, a younger person. Dare I try to busy making Miles Morales? Anyway, I can't. Honestly, think of any teen or child actors to be, or that any guy that looks young enough right now. But Jaden, like, I'm sorry, he is not his father. He is not as charismatic. He is not <laughs> funny. A good actor. <laughs> well, especially after that whole thing of Will Smith saying, "I'm sorry that After Earth happened." He's <laughs> 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 just like, I apologize for that movie I made. Oh boy. Um, so that was all we had for fan service, uh, or at least I think it is. Um, that was all I found uh, over the last two weeks. If I missed anything, just, you can just remind me, folks. So, which moves us on to shameless plugs. Hey! If you guys want to join in on the conversation, of course, you can always email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. Remember, guys, I also said that uh, if you want to uh, suggest topics to us, please, please do. Tell us what you guys want us to talk about. And if you also want us to go more specifically into character design, uh, let us know about that as well. Because, you know, we, we talked very broad today. Ask us to go more specific. We're totally cool with it. As broad as female shoulders. What, Glitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find us at facebook.com backslash wickedanime where we have news and updates on anything going on, videos coming out, news that we find along the internet. You guys can also chat with us there. Uh, you guys always send us really funny messages on Facebook, uh, things that you find. Uh, across the internet and of course you can always find our our facebook event for wicked anime live coming up on june 27th uh if you guys are local to orlando come over to the geek easy or even florida come to the geek easy at a comic shop and uh, wicked anime will be live there most of the wicked anime cast will be there which is freaking awesome yeah yeah to see me <laughs> yes, you get to go and see Glitch while our show is going on. And Glitch might possibly make you a drink. Actually, I, I, get, I bet if you give him money, he will almost definitely give you a drink. <laughs> as long as you're 21, of course. Well, you can make a soda. Yeah. You can make a soda, yeah. Let me make sure. You know, Shirley drink. Temple. <laughs> and then uh, after Facebook.com, of course, we have uh, wickedanime.tumblr.com, where you know we post on the trash heap of the internet funny things that we find from different, different folks around the internet. Uh, and then you can find us at tweet us at twitter.com, uh, which is at yo wicked anime. Tweet us at yo wicked anime. Love them tweets. Um, YouTube. Yeah, uh, you can find us at youtube.com backslash wicked anime reviews where we're slash. you know posting videos. Yeah, slash, I know, backslash, whatever. It's just a, a reaction at this point. People find us, so it's okay. Yeah, they haven't been messed up yet. Yet, I mean, oh, where's this YouTube thing at? I don't know. Uh, where we're uh, currently working on the uh, anime Boston videos and um, even some review videos that are going to be coming out soon for this new season of Wicked Anime. Hopefully, yoo-hoo! 
Uh, we have a bunch of great ideas. We're, we're working on also talking with a lot of collaboration stuff with people around the internet from the YouTubes, which is really fun. Uh, and, of course, you can find us at nerdyshow.com backslash wickedanime, where you can find our podcast, if you're not listening to it right now, on SoundCloud backslash wickedanime or iTunes. Now you're just saying it on purpose. What? Backslash. Backslash, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, it's not going to change. I'm so, sorry. Slash back. Uh, and you can also find our videos there on nerdyshow.com. You can actually also find the live event uh, on nerdyshow.com. So make sure you go RSVP, please. We are really looking forward to seeing you guys there. Uh, it's going to be a really fun event. For those of you who can't see our, our local to Boston panels or whatever. Yeah, but regardless of whether or not you show up, we're still going to have fun. So, you know, who needs you anyways? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Conf- I can't confirm nor deny this, but there may or may not be live streaming anyway for those who can't see us there really yeah we stream now well because i know that we stream but uh our, our a couple of our fans actually shot us messages asking if we were going to be doing that so ooh, i said i said recording yes definitely uh streaming a very strict possibility depending on who's going to be there so glitch has the uh has the authority now <laughs> all I right guys authority now. <laughs> i have power I have the power! Alright, guys. Thank you for joining us for episode 66 of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, you can listen to us next time. Be sure to keep uh, keep an ear out or an eye out wherever you are on the internet uh, for more Monster Hunter Weekend updates. Uh, first Monster Hunter Weekend was a blast and totally successful, so we'll see you there next time. I need uh, to play more Monster Hunter, god damn it. Yeah, you do. So uh, so we'll see you, uh, see you next time. Listen, you can listen to us next time, whatever it is. Uh, but right now we're going to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. Hey, bye. Bye. So what are we going to do for episode 69? <laughs> well, we could do the, um, the fan fiction episode. We could do the fan fiction episode, yeah. Uh, we actually have more fan fiction? Damn it! he have dinosaur or a full dinosaur i don't know yeah. what bowser's race was or, or a turtle he, or koopa. he was a koopa well, that's not a real thing though king, king koopa <laughs> <laughs> okay so they actually hired a turtle named named bowser yeah. <laughs> we forgot the feed the vice president Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.